one of the big pitfalls of traditional annual performance reviews is that you wait so long to give feedback the employees in the dark about how they're doing so we want to we want to change that are you a business leader looking for strategies and tactics to help you navigate leadership and hr challenges as you scale each week on while we were working we bring you our 35 plus years of experience doing exactly this for companies just like yours for more game-changing HR and leadership insights and to connect with us, check us out at whilewewereworking.com. Hey, what's going on? And thank you for tuning in to another episode of While We Were Working. I'm your host, Joey Price, founder, CEO, and president of Jumpstart HR, where we provide HR outsourcing to small businesses and startups all across the U.S. If you're tuning in and this is your very first time, I just want to say welcome. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button wherever you're tuning in from. And I can't wait to have you engage with more of our content soon. This is another episode that is a solo pod. Uh, Summer, our awesome co-host, she uh, is on vacation. And so I want to make sure that she gets some time to spend uh enjoying whatever it is that she's doing we can't wait to have her back next week this week though we are going to talk tackle two important topics um the first one is all about how big tech hiring freezes are a boon for small businesses and startups and then the second topic we're going to talk about is uh performance management and more specifically the four types of feedback conversations that you can have with your team. So let's go ahead and get started with our first segment, which is while we were working. And of course, while we were working is the segment we touch upon where we cover news, articles, events that you may not have paid attention to because you guessed it, you're working. All right. Uh, this article is entitled Big Tech's Hiring Freeze Unlocks Rich Talent Pool for U.S. Startups. So if you are a U.S. startup, you want to pay attention to this. If you are in tech, you want to pay attention to this. If you're a recruiter or a consultant that supports tech industries, you want to pay attention to this article. Uh, it was published by Reuters and it's from October 13th. And it says companies with steady cash flow from variable products in the market are offering rich paychecks to lure talent that would have otherwise preferred working at big tech firms, including Microsoft Corp and Facebook parent Meta Platforms, Inc. Now, I am the eternal optimist. And so if I am putting my small business startup founder hat on, I am looking at this hiring freeze as an opportunity to grab talent and become the next Facebook, become the next Google, become the next Uber or Lyft. And because there's just a lot of really great talent out there. I can even think about during the pandemic, we were interviewing folks from a whole host of companies that I wouldn't have expected to want to work with us, 
but it's not because we aren't a great company, because uh, we are, but it's because these people were working at a lot of Fortune 500 companies, and they were saying, hey, automation is impacting my job, or my employer is asking me to come back into the office, and I really don't want to. And so I was impressed that so many different people uh, wanted to work with us um, that, that had worked at, at Fortune 500 companies and some of the companies that you know and love. I won't mention them by name. But this article here, the main point of it is, is, is really about the talent market. And we think about the war on talent, quote unquote, war on talent. And uh, how it's incredibly tough to find good workers. Um, but what this this article is doing is highlighting that it's very easy, or not very easy, it's, it's becoming easier to find some of the talent that you're looking for if you are specifically in tech. Uh, another quote on here, it says, uh, when competitors downsize, other talented people who are employed there may consider looking elsewhere as they may not see their company as being stable. This is a quote from Stack Overflow Chief Executive Prashant Chandrasekhar. And uh, that's another good point too, is when an employee is working for a company that has hiring freezes, that has layoffs, they are not excited about waiting around to see if they're next on the chopping block. So my advice, whether you are a small business uh, or a startup, if you are a tech company or not, um, because I firmly believe that no matter what you do, uh, every company these days, you're a tech company and you're a content company. So you can choose to do with that information or that the feedback what you want, but you're playing in two spaces and uh, there's an opportunity right now to level up your IT infrastructure, uh, to level up your your digital products, um, to level up your digital offerings, to improve your your website, to improve your online presence, whatever the case may be, there are a lot of um, really great people out in the market right now. So what are your thoughts? Are you looking to hire in tech? Um, are you seeing some of these hiring freezes? Uh, how are they impacting your company? I'd love to find out. Um, I also want to go to another thing that is it says, uh, soaring economy gives tech freelancers a lift. So I guess we could just kind of bundle this episodes while we were working and, and really call it the state of the tech worker, right? So uh, we just walked through the article that talked about big hiring freezes are creating great opportunities for startups to find great talent. This article from the Wall Street Journal which is written by Angus Lawton, says that uh, this economy, uh, and not soaring economy, but souring economy, is giving tech freelancers a lift. And what does that mean? If you are in tech, it's a great time to start that side gig. It's a great time to launch that business. 
it's a great time to reach out to companies that have a tech need on a fractional basis because with the economy resulting in less jobs being offered to tech talent at these bigger corporations, they still have tech needs and they still have niche niche uh, requirements. So there's a quote from the article that says that um, the number of job postings for software developers on freelancer.com and online freelance marketplace rose 54.7% in the third quarter on a year-over-year basis. That is the sharpest gain among more than 2,000 job-related skills tracked on the platform, Freelancer.com reported this week. So if you are um, in tech, if you are looking to get into tech by way of a boot camp or training or classes or going to school, start that company now and start offering your services now. You don't have to look towards uh, becoming employed. You can go to sites like freelancer.com or Upwork or Fiverr or wherever you you, um, feel comfortable showcasing your skills because there's a, a huge need. I can I can tell you in our company we are in the process of uh updating our website. Well, in order for us to tackle that project, we're not going to be cranking out new websites every year. So we're gonna be partnering with a freelancer who will produce the website. So there's web development and web design. We're partnering with um some freelancers who can come in for the project and get it done. So my thing is, hey, in this economy, as much as you may want to think about hiring a full-time person, you may want to think about the benefits of hiring freelance, fractional, or outsourcing. So let me know your comments. And that's our segment, basically the state of the tech worker. That is our while we were working. All right, let's switch gears for a second and go to our segment that we call Consultant's Corner. And on Consultant's Corner, it is our in the trenches feedback, our stories, the good, the bad, the ugly about being a consultant for small businesses and startups. Well, this week I had the opportunity to present to uh, the audience at Expert HR all about moving from traditional performance reviews to impactful performance conversations. And I will go ahead and drop a link to the replay in the show notes here. But one of the things that came up that I presented about are the four types of feedback conversations that you can have with an employee on an ongoing basis. Now, the whole premise of the webinar that I did was that performance reviews aren't enough. They aren't working, they're broken, there are factors about the performance review process that um, don't promote employee engagement or employee excitement, and they're broken. And so what can we do or what should we be doing? What are the best companies doing to keep employees aligned with their goals, uh, to keep employees excited about the work they're doing? and to help managers 
develop better relationships with their their employee um i i i can tell you you know we are we're evaluating our own performance process here at jumpstart and what that looks like so it's always fun when you can talk about something that you're actively working through uh, because it gives you an opportunity not only to to source out uh, best practices at the same time, but, you know, bring it back to your own organization and see what works. So I wanted to just share with the audience the four types of feedback conversations that you should be having with your team. All right. So the first kind of feedback that you should be giving to your team is instant feedback. So instant feedback is when you have, when you're aware of a goal or a project or a a skill that an employee is attempting to develop or is on their developmental roadmap and you see them exercise that skill, master that skill, or uh, fail at that skill. Right. So when you see them acting on that skill, give them immediate instant feedback about how they did. One example might be for professional speaking. Right. Let's say you are on on track for management and you uh, need to be able to communicate to stakeholders. And so your supervisor is uh, monitoring or give you the opportunity to speak at the next uh, team meeting, right? So after that meeting, you would want to expect from your supervisor to tell you what you do well, what could be improved upon, and how well you're tracking towards the desired goal. That's the type of instant feedback that an employee could benefit from, that you as a manager should be giving, because that helps you move from milestone to milestone without having to wait an entire year before figuring out, hey, how am I doing? Because the, the one of the big pitfalls of traditional annual performance reviews is that you wait so long to give feedback, the employees in the dark about how they're doing. So we wanna we wanna change that. Um the next thing that you can do, and this is this is great if you have group goals, if you have an organizational goal, um, are to provide huddles and stand-ups. And so, what you're looking to do in a huddle and stand-up uh, is to is to make sure that you're communicating the the most important things that people need to pay attention to, and the mission that you're looking to accomplish. Now, a huddle and a stand-up, I use them interchangeably. But what they are are quick three to five minute conversations about uh, the most pressing goals, what's everybody working on, and what they need to focus on. So if you are able to lead these types of uh, conversations effectively in your organization, you should do a great job of keeping the main thing the main thing. It is uh, a downfall of performance. Uh, processes appraisal processes that um the 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 main thing changes and you didn't know about it right or um you know you set goals in q1 but the priorities change in q2 q3 
So you're no longer working towards those Q1 goals. You're attempting to tackle Q2 and Q3 goals. But with a huddle or a startup, sorry, a huddle or a standup, that's going to allow you to, um, to, to have fluid conversations, ongoing conversations about what's the most important thing today and what do we need to do to tackle it. All right. The next thing you can do is have scheduled meetings. So this is where you have once a, once a month, once a week, set an agenda and, and just, I like to do it in uh, Google Docs or I like to do it in some document where you're, you're just adding to the top of the document and pushing past, um, past meeting agendas down. Because when you do that, it allows you to see what progress you had made from the last meeting, what your goals were from the last meeting, and you can address them in a current meeting. So, for example, every week I, I have a conversation with my finance manager and we talk about, hey, what are the goals that we're, we're looking to accomplish? So in this agenda, which is, is a single document and it flows, uh, I hold myself accountable to certain action items. And he holds himself accountable to certain action items, right? His action items might be to accomplish something or to attend a course or to speak with a, a coach or a mentor or someone, um, you know, in our, in our advisory uh, team. And um, my, my accountable goals similarly are to accomplish something or provide a document or connect with the person, right? So when we have these ongoing scheduled meetings, we know that there's a set time and place that we're going to be able to discuss our goals. Uh, there's a set time and place where we're able to discuss um, what we did and there's a set time and place to discuss new things. So uh, you really want to think about having scheduled meetings. If you're not having scheduled meetings with your team members, have one-on-one -on -one meetings where you're talking about performance. All right, now we'll go into... Number four, which is retros and planning. All right, so this is pulling a, a, uh, some terminology from the Agile method and from Scrum, where uh, retro planning meetings are essentially where you get together with a project team and you look back at the past uh, two weeks, for example, and you look forward to the next two weeks. <clears throat> so in this type of meeting, you are bringing all the work that you've accomplished over the past two weeks and saying, here's what we got done. You're also taking a look at the list of things that you um, may have been tasked with and said, hey, here are the things we weren't able to accomplish and why. And then from there, you're able to plan the next two weeks and say, based on where we are today, we should be able to accomplish A, B, C, 1, 2, 3, X, Y, Z. And, and hold each other accountable to that. So uh, the retro planning meeting is a great opportunity for a group to get together and march towards goals and evaluate progress. Uh, sure, you could have a one-on-one -on -one meeting that's a retro and a planning. For example, if you are uh, working for a smaller team or if you um, you know, have a, 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 a small, small company, one-on-one um, -on -one retro planning can be a great way to uh, hold each other accountable to what's been done and what needs to happen in the future.
So I really, really believe that if you get these four meanings right and you do them often, you have a toolkit that you can use at your disposal to have better, more impactful performance conversation. And if you want to hear the rest of my thoughts on impactful performance conversations, go ahead and check out the link in the description in the show notes. It'll take you to a page where you can check the replay of the webinar. And if there's another topic that you would want us to cover on Consulting's Corner, hit us up at hello at jumpstart-hr.com. And uh, we'd love to, to answer your question, share some insight or feedback on whatever topic it is that you have in mind. So this has been While We Were Working, the show that helps make you a better small business leader. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Go ahead and leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, and we'll see you next week. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with your friends and coworkers. And as always, you can find more info and additional resources at whilewewereworking.com. We